that it is blind You could wait forever and it might not come Welcome to a very late episode of CZ's Boogie, episode 18. I am Zarina Marani, a.k.a. CZ Boogie, the editor-in-chief and publisher of Five Magazine. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. It's been a long, long while since the last podcast. And this time I have a very rightful excuse. The beginning of the summer was absolutely crazy. Right now things are slowing down just a little bit. But just right before summer, like right after spring, it just got really, really insane. So I have a lot of stuff to talk to you guys about. Uh, Just got back from a trip to Europe, went to London and Paris, checked out the Southport Weekender Festival. Amazing. Also, the first annual Chicago House Music Festival has finally taken place in Millennium Park, and I'm going to tell you all about that. Lots of good stuff going on. I'm going to talk to you about some music, going to talk to you about the UK Garage screening we recently had. So that first song that you just heard is my new favorite, very much me. It's called Right Place, Right Time by Papik and Ellie Bruna. And this next song is 
from Detroit Swindle's latest album. It's fantastic. It's called High Life. Check it out. One thing I am so bummed about is that Detroit Swindle actually came to Chicago and I missed it. 
you know, I haven't been going to Smart Bar for a long time. And so this was the one opportunity I could actually go. And I missed them because we were actually in Southport Weekender. So let me tell you about that, guys. Um, we went to London and Paris, the boyfriend and I. And then we also met up with two very good friends of ours, the Bumpers, Kevin and Danielle Bumpers. They do Groove House in Cleveland. I've played their parties many times. They are fantastic. They often come to Chicago also to check out parties and DJ. Kevin Bumpers is an amazing, amazing DJ. So they actually wanted to go to ADE. And I told him, come on, come with us to Southport Weekender. It's going to be so much fun. And I sent him the video of Southport Weekender and showed him all the DJs and the lineup. It's incredible. It's like every dream DJ and producer that you'd ever want to see or that we'd ever want to see play Southport Weekender. So they changed their mind. They ended up going. So uh, they went to London and Paris. We went to London and Paris. And it was so, so much fun. Except for when we got sick when we were in Paris. So that's another story. But yeah, so our first night there, I remember in London, there was actually a party that Kevin told us about. It was called The History of UK Garage, told from the point of view of pirate radio. So we went and we saw Zed Bias. It was amazing. So let me tell you about that. It was somewhere in Camden in like a bar club. It was our first night there. We were super jet lagged, but we had to go see it. And it was like, I, I couldn't have, there could have been anybody there that was, older than 25 it looked like a bunch of school kids and they were all getting down to uk garage it was insane like they were wearing backpacks they were really really young it was really crazy nor i almost felt like i was in rush street in chicago seeing them and they were acting all crazy all wild because you know the brits like to get it in they like to really drink but it was to ukg so that was super cool you know and and when i told my friends about it they're like oh yeah you know the young people just love UKG over here it's still a big thing so that's you know kudos kudos to London for that you know I guess there's like little small pockets of college towns that they really get into it so that was really exciting and then the next day was Southport Weekender and let's see we saw of course Grant Nelson Joey Negro Richard Earnshaw Charisma Booker T Soul Dynamic we saw Louis Vega, you know, he was there with uh, David Morales. I mean, there were so many DJs to see. Sister Sledge singing We Are Family. It was like the most amazing thing. Southport Weekender is my favorite, favorite festival in the whole world. What's cool about this is that they have all the tents. I think there were like seven different dance stages they were all really close to each other it isn't like a lot of festivals where you have to like walk miles and miles to go between one tent and the other so you could really run from one end to the other and and it was fantastic so i will tell you about later on that night where we got to see what is my new favorite club which is ministry of sound that was amazing so i will tell you about that after this next song which is by Chicago's very own Colette. It's an oldie but goodie, and it's called Our Day. Thank you. 
Okay, so continuing the London story, after the amazing Southport weekender, there was an official after party that was going to happen, and we wanted to go to that, but then also Dimitri from Paris was going to be playing at another club, XOYO, and then, am I even saying that right? But then Paris Esvet, the producer, DJ, the fabulous Paris Esvet, she told me that she was also having a party uh, along with Bobby and Steve for Groove Odyssey at the Ministry of Sound, and if I should come check it out. And I just got to tell you that the Ministry of Sound is my new favorite club holy crap you know for a while now i was getting kind of burned out from djing and some of the music that i was hearing at different parties even online some of the mixes i was just kind of like you know you just go out to this burnout phase where you you're not enjoying the music that you're hearing nothing is inspiring you so that whole day festival and after party really really changed me so let me tell you about the ministry of sound obviously it's a legendary club but so I don't know what time we went there, but I think it goes till six. We got there like at one o'clock and it had, I believe it has four rooms, right? So you walk in and then there's the main room and they had this really, really cool disco. It wasn't like your typical mainstream Studio 54, happy people disco. And it wasn't like a snoozathon, 110 BPM, obscure B-side, you're not cool enough to know it, disco. <laughs> it was just really, really, really good music. I was like, oh, this is the main floor. This is great. Then Paris was like, oh, she's upstairs. So we went upstairs to this smaller room, and that's where she was playing. And she rocked it. It was great. We got to meet Anane, who was also in the booth with her. And then downstairs, we went back downstairs, and then there's an even bigger room like massive room. That, I guess, is the main room. They had Tony Humphreys as the headliner. And holy crap, he was so good. Yeah, let me tell you first, who else played? Opalopo played in the disco room. Um, Byron Stingley from Chicago sang You Make Me Feel Mighty Real. I think Do You Want a Funk? And his new song, he sang it live and it was fantastic. And yeah, Tony Humphreys just blew me away. I'd heard him play before, but I really, really enjoyed his set. I wanted to keep going. I was like, nope, we are going to stay. I just wanted to keep going and going and going. And then we closed out the place till six. Just like I used to do in the old days. Lights came on. And then it was funny because we even got like a, a little flyer for an after party, which I was very tempted to go to. <laughs> okay. All right. Next song is a remake of a well-known song. It's called American Boy. It's by a group called The Body Heat Gang Band from an album called Body Heat Disco. And let me tell you about them. They're a collective that was founded in Milan in 2013. They have an independent label. It's a multifaceted funk-fueled dance project that developed into a club night. It's a collective of artists, musicians, and producers. I love playing this. Everyone always loves it. It's called American Boy. Check it out. It's the number one, it's the number one, it's the number one champion sound.
Up next is a song called New York Tears that came out this year by Aussie. Awesome song. So the other event I was going to tell you about was the UK Garage documentary screening of Rewind Forever, the film done by Alex Lawton several years ago. Now, Alex and I had been talking about screening the film in Chicago for a long time, but it was always like something was never right with the scheduling and, you know, he lives all the way in the UK. So it turns out like the only time that he could come to Chicago was the day after we landed from Europe. I remember, oh my gosh, it was so crazy. So let me just whine a little bit. So, you know, we went to London for four days and then Paris for four days. And so the BF got sick. And then I was like, oh, please don't let me get sick. Not in Paris. And sure enough, I did. But at least it was towards the end. But it was the kind of sick where you're just, you're you're in bed, you have a cold, you have fever, you know, you're hot. So the needless to say, the trip back to Chicago was a nightmare it was miserable and the way the schedule my schedule had it is that we landed in Chicago I had to do the strictly 90s party that we do at the century room later that night and then the next day was the UK garage screening and after party and then Monday I had to DJ at the Daily Plaza downtown for an all-female DJ thing called her story so you know, it's funny, it's just, I was like, oh my gosh, what did I do? I planned all these things to do when we landed, and then, uh, you know, next time I'm going to figure out a better schedule so that, you know, it's not so hectic. The UK garage screening, it was awesome. So Alex Lund originally was supposed to come to Chicago, and, you know, he'd be part of the screening. It was the first time it was ever done in the Midwest. They had only one U.S. screening, and that was in Washington. So basically, it was supposed to be that uh, Alex was going to fly in from the UK and screen the movie. And unfortunately, he had a sickness in the family. It was a very last-minute thing, and he couldn't come. But I was like, well, why don't we just do a Skype call? And then that way we can just put you up on the screen after the movie and then you can take people's calls. The funny thing is the Skype, for some reason, the Skype session wasn't working. So we used Facebook Messenger to talk to each other and we put them up on the big screen. And after the movie, people just asked them questions. And it went really, really good. People really enjoyed the movie. I really enjoyed the q and I thought it was fantastic. He gave some really great insight into the movie, into the making of the movie. If you haven't seen the movie Rewind Forever, which is the history of UK Garage, and let me tell you, there aren't really any documentaries on, on this genre. You'd be surprised. It's really, really good. It was a movement that basically started in a pub on Sundays. And it became this massive, massive thing. It grew so quickly. I mean, it became super mainstream. And, you know, the way the story went was it just got really big. People, you know, pop stars were asking for UKG remixes of songs. The UKG producers were doing really, really well. And then, you know, as any genre becomes too big for itself, you know, it, you know things happen to make it implode. And then MCs. Now, the, the thing that I found interesting that was mentioned is that you know, when they started bringing in MCs to the club to rhyme over the songs, the vibe started changing. You know, UKG was kind of like happy, you know, songs about love and positivity, you know, good dance floor anthems. And then the MC started coming in and 
because a lot of them came from, I don't know, rougher backgrounds. So it was just a little bit harder, more violent, more grim. Because of that, the parties started getting on a darker tone. They started getting more fights, more dangerous. The MCs became bigger stars than the DJs, and there was this whole shift. But watch the movie. I don't want to talk anymore about it. And then we had an after party, of course. Uh, we had the Almaria brothers, Mark and Carl Maria. We had Mozzie. We had Rub Sound System, Brian Boncher and Reese Urban and myself. And uh, it went really well. So without further ado, this next song is a song by one of the artists that were actually in the movie, The Groove Chronicles. Now it's just a solo artist. It's Noodles. And the song is called Get Down. Get Down. I did promise you that I would talk to you about the first annual Chicago House Music Festival, which is very important. Now, in the last two or three years, the city of Chicago has actually had one day of Chicago house music, and it would be during the Memorial Day weekend. It would be on that Saturday in our famous Millennium Park, and it would go on all day, and there'd be all these different DJs, and I believe last year they had two stages. So... David Chavez, who runs the Cultural Center, said, you know what, this time they have been talking about doing a house music festival. It would be one main day, but there would also be three days of workshops and different panel discussions, and it would be, 
you know, more more like an actual festival, different things going on outside of just DJs playing. And so that's what happened. And uh, Five Magazine was a media sponsor. And aside from that, it was cool because you all know that I have a dance company, Five Star Boogie Dancers. And so a couple of years ago, uh, we, me and my brother from another mother, Carlos, taught a house dance workshop and it was very successful. And so this year, David said, you know, he wanted to include more dancing. There had been talk about maybe doing a dance battle, but, you know, that didn't happen this year. So we did a dance showcase, which was really cool because aside from the dance workshop, Carlos and I, again, taught a house dance class. We got to bring in a very good friend of mine that I have danced with for many years. His name is Lyric Cruz. He's originally from Chicago and he moved out to LA through the whole LA thing. You know, he's a salsa dancer. He does everything. He does hip hop. And so him and Carlos Lanvan from the House of Ninja, now the House of Lanvan, they are a team now and they teach Latin House and Vogue. And so they do it all around the world. So they came out to teach their Latin house and voguing class after our house class. We had so many people sign up. It was originally supposed to be just in the dance studio of the cultural center downtown, but we had hundreds and hundreds of people signing up that they actually moved us to the second largest stage tent for the festival. Oh my gosh, thank you everyone who came to take the class. Everyone looked so good and you know, we just got some great feedback. Everyone just said it felt like a party. It was good energy and it was good to just to just move your body. The actual Chicago House Music Festival, there were three stages. So it was like the main stage, which is the Millennium Park stage. And then they had the Chicago stage, which was off to one side. It was an open area. And then they had the Deep House stage, which was where we taught class. And it was this massive, massive, massive tent, which could hold almost a thousand people. The day went great. We got to open up the show, we, we did a little dance performance, and then um, then the DJ started. Oh, who were the DJs? Is everyone. Mike Dunn, Shay Damir, Paul Johnson, uh, DJ Dion. I, I don't even want to name any more names because I'll forget. But the selection was amazing. And guess who closed out? Louis Vega and his Elements of Life band closed out the show. Do you understand the enormity of that? <laughs> He doesn't really travel with that band. He So originally it was just supposed to be Louis Vega. It was going to be Josh Milan on keys and vocals. And it was going to be Lucito Quintero, the legendary drummer, and a couple of other, like uh, I believe, just engineers that were coming out, and Anane. But Anane couldn't make it, and then it turns out Louis Vega got so excited, he brought out four vocalists. One of them was Julie McKnight. I mean, it was insane. For my opinion, let me tell you something. One reason why I really liked it is because, you know, a lot of times when the city has to do events with house music, there's almost a certain kind of pressure for the DJs to play really old school music. It almost is like an unspoken thing. Not every DJ, not every DJ falls to that, but a lot of them do. And it just is almost as like because a lot of people come out that don't really know much about house music or people who used to party when they were younger and haven't gone out. So they only want to hear classics. But not this time. Like if I, I was like, oh, my gosh, I didn't hear Move Your Body one time. <laughs> I love that song, but I don't want to have to hear it again at every festival. But it was great. Like this, the, the curation of the DJs was so great that it was all, like 99% all new music. You know, it wasn't like this, you know, beat a dead horse classics thing. It was new and fresh and vibrant and exciting. So shout out to the city of Chicago for doing this. You know, I know many people don't like Rahm Emanuel, but, you know, he gave his blessing with this. So after the whole show, okay, because we, had, I was exhausted. I was like, I am like, I can't see straight. I'm exhausted. My friend Asya, who runs the Fusicology.com website, which you have to check out. So she was in town from L.A. because she had to go interview Louis Vega because the Elements of Life were going to be performing for their anniversary party in October. And so she wanted to speak to him. We went down to the Virgin Hotel for her to speak to Louis. He came out. He's like, hey, let's have dinner. So like a group of us all just had dinner. Louis Vega is like the most humble guy. And I'm not just saying that, oh, you know. I mean, he really is. I have gotten... 
a chance to meet lots and lots of DJs and producers, interviewing them for over 13 years. So when I say this guy is truly humble, he is humble. We ended up going to the mid two and hearing him, and that was a great way to end a fantastic, fantastic weekend. First of all, I got to do what I love the most, which is dancing, performing with my friends, and then hearing this amazing music, and then having dinner with Louis Vega. What, what could be better? So this next song is from his latest disco album, which I would like to encourage all of you to get ASAP. This is a double album of New York disco, and it is really, really good. It's so good that I have two of the songs from the album in this one podcast because I just love it. This song that you're about to hear, it's called Get Myself Together by Luther Vandross. It has never been released. The vocals have never, or the song has never been released. He recorded it in 1979. Louis Vega was chosen to remix this by Fonzie Thornton, who is a very good friend of Luther's. He was given the blessing. And why the song was never released, I don't know. But let me tell you, Louis did it justice. Here you go. Get myself together.
more UKG goodness, this time from the seminal Nice and Ripe Records. This came out in 1996. It's by South Central, and it's called Holdin' On.
So I was talking to my friend, DJ and producer, Spence Chicago. He's been putting up music lately. It's of the garage variety. And so shout out to him. He's been doing really good. And he's really tied in with this whole new network of producers that are carrying on the whole UKG movement in a newer form. And I guess they're calling it now kind of hashtag garage house. So I'm all about it because I just love that sound. And this particular song, thank you, Spence. I, I heard it in your mix and I was like, I've just got to have it. It's from the label Smashing Tracks. It's by the artist Chico Lindo. And the song is called I Am Free, the Leandro D remix. <laughs>
So if you are listening to this show from the website, 5chicago.com, the number five, there are show notes below. And I'll make sure I'll add that as well to the SoundCloud link, the show notes, because then you'll see the links to all the different things that I talk about in this podcast. And all my socials are there. It's all CC Boogie, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, which I don't do anymore, Twitter. So check me out. Hit me up. I love, love, love to hear from you guys. I really do. You know, sometimes when you find really, really, really good music and you're so excited to share it, this is the song that I could not wait to share. Now, it's the second Louis Vega song that was part of his album that I told you I was going to share with you. And I remember a friend of mine was Facebook living Louis Vega in London when he was doing his vinyl record release party or listening party. Louis just has this gift of making music that is just so danceable and so relatable across all the generations. That's why sometimes I sound like a an old nag, you know. I like dark music. I think there's a place for it. I think it can be, you know, great and atmospheric and and good for, you know, an after party. But I think lately in the last several years it's just been so much of the dark, dark, dark. Can we have some of the light, <laughs> please? Can we be happy? It's summertime. Can we, you know, bright, you know, can we use a major chord instead of a minor chord? <laughs> Here is the final song of CZ's Boogie, number 18. This song is called Love Fantasy, featuring Cindy Mizell. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Don't forget to hit me up. And the next one will be coming very, very soon. Also, look out for the upcoming off the record podcast because I will be interviewing or I just interviewed Nate Manick aka Nate Sider the former talent buyer for the legendary smart bar club here in Chicago and he talks about his tenure there and he talks about all the things that you want to know about what it takes for a DJ to get booked there what the process was how residents became residents what you had to do all of that. It's like one of my favorite interviews ever. So look out for that on the website, 5chicago.com. Also, if you are in the Chicago area, please look out. I have some gigs coming up on July 20th. I will be playing support along with Michael Serafini and Lil John at the mid for the awesome group Tortured Soul. Don't forget that's July 20th. And then on Sunday, July 9th, I will be playing House of Soul. And I think I'll be playing the three o'clock slot. And then later that night, there will be an after party for House of Soul with a Strictly 90s crew, which is John Simmons, DJ Gatman, and myself at Harbys. All right. And that's it for now. Okay, guys. Have a wonderful rest of your week. Bye. Over there? You can come over here. Come closer. <laughs> What's your name? Well, you look so handsome. And I need someone to talk to. Because I'm kind of going through. I've been in love many times. You know, love is a fantasy to me. Just like one big happy flower out in the middle of the sunshine. Blooming and living and loving. That's right. Love is a fantasy and reality to me. I don't know. People use the word love so loosely that it's very difficult to define the real meaning of love. But fantasy is a combination of many moments of different things within the structure of one's life. Can I tell you something? Just listen for a minute. You might be able to speak on it yourself. Listen to me. Let me tell you something.
Give me a love. 